Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. While not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful rash that can last for weeks. Wake up because shingles could wake up in you. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. Hey, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community, letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only. Uh-huh. Steve Harvey got a radio show. Yeah, he do. Steve Harvey got a radio show, but like I said the other day, you got something too, though, don't you? God done done something wonderful for you. You just got to thank him for it. You know, uh, in the midst of all this going on in my life and in your life, you know, I always use myself as an example because, uh, well, I mean, that way, I guarantee 100% I know what I'm talking about. Um, here, Here's the situation. You know, with everything that's going on in my life and all the things I'm asking God for, in in the midst of a, 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 a taxing and a very trying situation that's very challenging for me right now, man, God just keeps on, keeps on surprising me. He keeps doing things. And I want you to look at your life. Oh, for a second. Let's make two columns here. Let's make a, a column of all the things you want from God. You know, just do that throughout the course of the day. You know, you know, run down a list of all the things you're asking God for, all the things you're praying for, the things you aspire to, what you, your dreams, your visions, whatever it is. Just make a column, a list of all those things. Let's make three lists. And then the second list I want you to make a list of everything that you've been asking God for. So I guess that could be a little bit of the same. But this third list, I want you to do a checkoff point. I want you to do a, make a list of everything that God has given you that you've asked him for. Just think about it like that for a second. I may be explaining a little wrong right now, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull it together for you. Make a list of everything you're asking God for. Just just list it. You know, it's okay. It's a dream board. You can call it that. I got one. It's a vision board. You know, every, everybody's got something you hope for. Make a list. Now, I want you to make a, another list of everything you've asked God for that he's given you already. See, this is a good list because sometimes, and what I've been guilty of, and maybe you too, in, in my request list on my dream board, I keep focusing so hard sometimes on the what I'm yet to receive. I keep focusing so hard on the what I hope he gives me. I keep focusing so hard on the things that are yet not fulfilled in my life that sometimes as he starts checking off my wish list, the things I've asked for in the past that have come to pass that he's given me, I sometimes in praying for what I want, forget to thank him for what he's done for me. And I'm currently in the middle of that situation. And this morning when I woke up, I really, man, I just got on my knees this morning and I quit tripping for a second. I said, man, hey, God, you know what? I really do need all them things I'm asking for. And I'm really am believing that you're going to give it to me. But in the meantime, though, man, have I overlooked some important details here. I had to really look at what he's done for me. I mean, look, man, take yourself out of it personally and and look. Boy, you can leave yourself in it however you want to be. Some people can't do that. So just leave yourself in it then. But, man, I started looking at the I part of me. 
And I started looking around at the, what's happening overall. Like, man, he has kept my family together. In, in spite of the attempts to tear it apart, I look at all of that. I look at how he's blessing my children with the desires of their heart, which I pray for my kids. You know, I want my kids to have a better life than I've had. I really, really do. I don't want them to take as long as it took me to get it together. I really, really don't. I'm trying to say, hey, man, if you go to college, this is what you can be. Don't do like your father did. Don't go three years, drop out, throw yourself into a spiral, and then got to start scratch all over again. You know, and, and for the most part, so far, you know, they're doing quite well of it. You know, you know, they're getting kicked around a little bit, but that's life. I started thinking of the blessings that he's helped me overcome with some of the previous mistakes I've made in relationships in my life. And then I started looking about the, the things he's blessed me with that I've been asking him for. But since I've moved on from it, I, I forgot to keep thanking him because I got to always thank God for a roof over my head. Because guess what? When I was asking for the roof and I didn't really have it, then he gave me one. Now, since he gave it to me, what, I'm just cool now? I can't ever go back to him and go, hey, man, I really do appreciate this roof over my head. Because there was a time when I was living in a car. But see, so every morning I wake up, I got to remember the fact that I have a home now. Because I got to look back and go, man, that was time, Steve, when you didn't have no home. But see, we forget what God has done for us because in our column, the want column, the need column, we oftentimes forget for the columns and the check marks that he's already fulfilled in our life. You've got to take inventory every now and then, daily if possible. But I know we humans, we're not going to do that. I don't. But you've got to take inventory of your life to say, hey. What has God done for me? Because, man, you're overlooking as he's doing these wonderful things for you because there's so much on the yet to be fulfilled. I don't have part of your life. You forget that. And, man, how crazy is that? That of all God has done for me, that I keep wanting so many more things, needing so many more things, hoping so many things come to pass and get fulfilled. I forget to check off the list and take inventory. Today, take inventory of your life. You will find out that God is watching you, that he is really, really watching over you in spite of yourself, in spite of your shortcomings, because we all got them. Please know I do. You know, and remember something else, too. Change is good, but change is challenging. Accept the challenge that it is. Look. A lot of you come up to me all the time and say, Steve, man, thank you, man. Boy, you in the morning, man, I really be needing that. Well, like I said it a hundred times, but I'm going to say it again. Y'all, I be needing it too. You know, you understand? Sometimes what, what God is dealing with me is, is, is for me. But now I'm in a sharing position where I can open up. And if I just, if I just quit being so about me and become a little bit more transparent, I can maybe some of me that's happening to me is happening to you. And you can see some of this in me. That's why I use myself as an example, because, man, I'm catching it, too. Y'all, I ain't perfect either. So for those of you that come up to me and say that, I want you to understand these these talks in the morning, man, this is important for me because, man, I need these conversations from God. I need God to continue to strengthen me, to show me the way, to help me understand what's happening to me. 
And see, as we've all, those of you who have made the decision to change, to become a better person, a better woman, a better boy, a better girl, a better man, for those of you who have made the decision to change, change is a challenge. And accept the challenge because it's going to come. Because right out of that, here come the haters. Here they come. People you don't even know. Discussing your life and your change. If God see you really, really mean what you say, in spite of what they say about you, God will raise you above the fray. He'll keep promoting you. He'll keep blessing you. He'll keep moving you up. He will use you as a show-off point. He'll show you off, man. He'll make you, re- he'll make you look good to people, man, who wish you'd fall all day long. And so to all your haters, all your haters will end up just watching you rise, man. They will watch you continue to grow. That's what God will do for you, man. You can fool the world, but you can't fool God. God know your heart. He know your every thought, man. So change is good, but change is a challenge. Accept the challenge. Expect the haters. Expect the unnecessary. But God will strengthen you and get you through it all, man. Y'all doing swell this morning, man. Don't let nobody make you think you are. Keep talking to God, all right? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people all around the world, this is the all-new, very, very fresh Steve Harvey Morning Show. Fresh is so clean, clean. Yeah. <laughs> I was off yesterday. I want yeah, to thank were. the crew for allowing me to, because I had worked all weekend at the mentoring camp. Sunday was the graduation travel day for me, so they gave me off Monday. I appreciate that, man. Changing lives, but we back. And also, here's a big announcement. Shirley, good morning. I'm sorry. Good morning, Steve. Welcome back. Okay, Happy Carl is off today. Day. Yeah, on, she is. Yeah. Well, let's get right on to the, the on three fools, three musketeers. <laughs> What's up, Junior? <laughs> morning, up. World Sickle yeah, Cell Day. Yeah, yeah, World Sickle Cell Day, and you here and healthy. <laughs> yes, sir. Ain't God good. Is he great? Yeah, J. Anthony Brown. Watch out there now, Steve Harvey. What's yeah, going on, and boy? tomorrow going to be World Diabetes Day. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Get both y'all sick ass out the same Sick and week. die. Get it out the way, huh? Get it out the way. <laughs> And here go the other mental illness, nephew Tommy. Hey man. So we got sickle cell, diabetes, and, and men- mental awareness week. <laughs> oh, this show? Y'all. Yeah. That's why this show is so yeah, great. That's why we have so much fun here, right? <laughs> Gotta have problems. Well, we're a microcosm of the world. I like that word. We are the world. Microcosm. We are the world. Yeah. yeah. And also, here's a big announcement for me. I am back. To being a vegan. All right. Well, took that barbecue break because huh? you ate yeah. all the yeah, meat you have in the world. Meat in you now. Yeah, oh, at the I got so much camp. meat in yeah. me right now. I'm stored up. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. In fact, the meat you have in you won't be out until up July. Earl Campbell. <laughs> I'm so sorry to hear that. Ribs. Oh, what Ooh, else? I can have an Earl. The, butt, yeah. the Boston uh, butt. You need oh, butt. boy, I did a butt so good, boy. <laughs> that sounds Ooh. crazy. I'm that just letting you know. I had a butt so good. <laughs> Normally when I say that, there's a lot of ones involved. But go ahead, Steve. <laughs> oh, you need some Make it right. herbs. Make it right. Tell us about the Make butt. It right. yeah, man. Oh, man. I wanted to thank some really cool people who came out for the women's program. Anthony Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Came yeah, out for the that. mother's program. Yes. Zane came out uh-huh. for the mentoring program. Uh-huh. Uh, Cynthia Bailey came out. Mm-hmm. Well, Marilyn Booker came out from um, 
Morgan Stanley, uh, Mickey Taylor came out. Mm-hmm. Wanted to thank them for coming out, participating, because we have a mother's program, too. Mm-hmm. And the mother's program was at the Marriott huh. Gateway out by the airport. And we were an hour and a half south at the Rock Ranch, mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A Rock Ranch. All mothers? Yeah, all mothers. How oh, could man. one participate in that? <laughs> one, one grandmother oh. whose little boy was Mexico. How could one participate in the mother's program? You can't, yeah. Jay. <laughs> just asking, just trying to help. And did, did Zane bring some of them nasty books with him? Uh, I don't know what Zane did. I don't do the mother's program. I'm down there the whole time with the boys, 24-7. Some great young men this weekend. We changed some lives, you. and then there's some boys that, you know, you got to tell play us. us. Yeah. You, you, I know their stories, Steve. Yeah, you, you have got to tell. I got to figure out which one I can say. Because right? <laughs> <laughs> these boys right here, man, this All is right. not a church program. <laughs> All right, so when we come back, uh, Steve is going to tell us a story from the mentoring camp that he can tell us on the air, okay? We'll be back at 32 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming to own from the executive producer of Black Lightning, Being Mary Jane, The Game, and Girlfriend is a new romantic series called Love Is. Inspired by the true love story of Myra Brock-Akeel and Salima Akeel, it explores the highs, the lows, and the magic of falling and staying in love. Watch what critics are already posting about Love Is. Bold, refreshing, and the black love story that we all have been waiting for. Love Is, series premiere tonight at 10, 9 central on OWN. All right, Steve, you're back uh, (laughs) with more on the mentoring camp uh, that you did over the weekend, over the Father's Day weekend, like you do every single year. Great job. job. Yeah, you deserve the day off yesterday. Now, uh, I know you have some stories, Steve, because every year you have great stories from the mentoring camp. How was it this year? Well, you know, it was excellent. A mm-hmm. uh, couple problem boys, like always. Yeah. Uh, they try to slick you, you know, what I ain't going to do, what I ain't going to do. You know, we even had, um, you know, a couple of boys was a little bit extra, you know. Yeah. But that's that's to be expected, you know. And, you, uh, you know, overall, you know, we got through to most of them, mm-hmm. you know. Some of them going to try to be, you know, still think their way is the best way. Mm-hmm. And they will find out that it won't be. But for the most part, man, we had a group of really, really good kids uh, came down there to learn and to uh, be uh, trained and taught in the area of manhood and dream building. I think we got through to a lot of the boys, you know. Oh, good. It's it's always good, you know, to reach them. You know, like we try to, you know, and then we talk about faith, too. You know, we try to get the kids to include God in their life, which can be a tremendous help. I don't, you know point them into any particular religion mm-hmm. or faith, you know, you can go with Christ if you want to, and if you don't want to, you can go and go to hell. <laughs> but, yeah, that's right. You have your right to burn really, in hell. What I'm, I'm not going to do is sit up I'm in here and beg yeah. you. This ain't Sunday school. <laughs> you know, I'm offer you alternative. You don't want that alternative. Go to you hell. Go, with your, go with your one. Right I there. like that, Steve. Yeah, I like that. That's pretty yeah. smart. If you think hell is a manageable mm-hmm. temperature, go ahead and try it. You either choose God or go to hell. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not really a manageable temperature. That's pretty cut and dry. Yeah. Yeah. Never yeah. heard it put quite yeah, like that. arguing with these kids. Yeah. Yeah. Tell them. Because yes no. I actually asked my older brother at nine. I was so sick of going to church because we went all the time. Mm-hmm. I actually asked my older brother one time. I said, hey, man, can I ask you a question? I said, what is it, little brother? I said, how hot is hell? Because <laughs> if, if you say like 122, uh, something like that, I would just go on go to hell. 
Because I, I, I ain't playing sports. I'm just sitting up in here, all these Bible studies and all this here. If you just give me a temperature, I can have, because I think I can do 125. <laughs> You say 125, I'm going to go to hell. I'm going to go down there. Yeah, I'm going to go to hell. They ain't that bad. Now, if you send me 215, I got to go and keep trying to go to hell. Oh, I know your mom did not hear you like say that. that. Oh, that. Man. Man, amen. And my brother, when, when he got through looking at me, he said, hey, man, don't let mama hear you say that. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Don't let mama hear you say that. Because she's going to beat you right on in the hell today. <laughs> when you wake up in the morning, you'll be in hell. You're going to thank you that with that ass when she told me. My mama didn't play that heaven and hell joke oh, stuff. Man. It was no Not jokes. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Anley Brown didn't play. I don't know any black no family. No black family played uh-uh. that. Uh-uh. Don't mess with the Lord now. Yeah, so add some great stories. <laughs> what? It's one little boy. Uh, one little boy at the camp was bragging to the little boys about uh, burning his grandmama's house down. Wow. Yeah. And so the little boys what? are sitting in the circle oh, looking at him going, hey, man, how's that cool? You burn your grandmama's house down. He about 16, he talking all this trash. So one of the boys just got up out the circle casually, came over there to me and some cues, mm-hmm. and we sitting up watching them play basketball. There was 200-some boys out there, so, you know, they'd be in other groups. They said, Mr. Hardy, man, I ain't no snitching nothing, but this dude over here, man, just bragging about burning his grandmama's house down, man. That ain't cool. So one of my frat brothers say, where he at? Mm-mm. So he go over there and he pointed at the little boy, but the, but the but the frat brother got the wrong boy. Picked this little bitty dude out the bunch, the littlest dude at the camp. I mm-hmm. call him Roach, like we used to call this other little boy at the camp. So he said, "Come here, man." So he brought him all the way over to us. He said, "Hey, man. So how the hell are you bragging?" <laughs> About burning your grandmama's house down. That little boy said, Who the F said I burned my MF and grandmama house down? I ain't burned my MF and grandmama house down. Man, everybody gonna do no sugar honey iced tea like that. He said, Hey man, do do me a favor. Do me do do me do me a favor, sir. Show me who said I burned my grandmama house down. So I go over there and talk with him right now. I promise you, I f him up. I ain't no, I ain't burning my grandma. I love my grandma, boy. Let me tell you something, man. Man, me and them cues were sitting on the bleachers, and you know we supposed to be mentors, right, boy? Setting an example, boy. We had to put. We was got to. We had to climb under them bleachers. We was laughing so damn hard at this little boy. Who the F said I burned my MF and grandmama house down? Hey man, show me the MF that said I burned my grandmama. I said, boy, this little boy is so serious. And you know, we can't get, you know, because they cussing. Uh-huh. You know, I'm laughing when I tell a person not to cuss. Yeah. yeah. So not cussing is not a rule at my camp. Uh-huh. Yeah. Even for the boys. No, because I got to meet them where they at. Right, right. You yeah. understand? Uh-huh. You know, I, I got, we trying to get them. To be better and all this here, but you know all this leading them to Christ oh, and you don't college. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, I got to get them turned in another direction. Right, you, you talking about leading you to Christ and to college? I got to get these boys out these gangs. Yeah, yeah, and 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 this war they in they having with themselves. Mm-hmm. With the with the we we have counselors there, we have nurses there, because some of these boys is so wounded, all of them from yeah. not having a father. father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they so wounded. And we do a special edition on Saturday night where everybody writes down one word to describe their father. And we go around the room, we ask them. And I mean, boy, they be lighting these daddies up, man. Really? Oh, and then man. they bring them up in a barrel and we throw the papers away. And we had a minister from South Carolina, Bishop P. 
Pierce, I think was his name. This dude was the most powerful speaker I've had. He told them boys about forgiveness. Mm -hmm. This boy out of, out of Carolina, this boy was cold. Mm -hmm. And so that's, a, and every boy in there was crying. Mm -hmm. Every little boy in there. Wow, sounds like it was powerful, Steve, this year, huh? How would you oh, rate this year? I think it was as good a year, even though we didn't have the military. The frat brothers, Omega Sci-Fi, showed up in big numbers. Big numbers, man. It wow. was group yeah. leaders to these mm -hmm. boys. And it wasn't as stringent. I took the boot camp element out of it, uh, and yeah. it was very effective for the oh, boys. Okay. All right. Because all I'm trying to do is teach them manhood and dream build. I think we got the message through. So I would give this camp a 10. Oh, great. Oh, okay. Awesome. All mm. right. All right, uh, so here we go. Uh, coming up next, it will be the nephew. He is back with a run that prank back <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Michael Jackson's pet elephant escaped from the zoo in Jacksonville, Ms. Florida. Miss Wadlow Wallace is gone? <laughs> we'll talk about oh, my God. <laughs> Let's find her. <laughs> He's out there all alone. <laughs> Surely, this story is about what again? <laughs> it's coming up at the top of the hour, Steve. What is it? It's about Michael Jackson's pet ele elephant. It escaped from the zoo. In Alert the media! <laughs> I've actually met him before. You've met the elephant? The elephant? you met the elephant? The elephant and Bob. Oh, what? You, oh. Yeah, I've been out there a few times. I know all of them. We'll talk about it. Check all the eating establishments. <laughs> you should say that uh okay but right now the nephew is back he is here the king of pranks to run that prank back what you got neff i got a prank for you but you think i don't know what's going on <laughs> what do you mean hey man hey what where is my backpack man where is your backpack my backpack that's been on this chair with my wallet in it where is it i know what this about what huh this about you know your phone credit card. We'll talk oh, about well, it later. But you know, but hey, 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 where my credit card? Oh yeah. Oh that. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh yeah. Remember that? Oh, there's that. So I got <laughs> toiletries and medicine in my backpack though. Nobody give a damn about your toiletries or medicine. The card mm -hmm. do a whole lot more than your toiletries uh, or your medicine. Matter of fact, I hope you get sick. <laughs> <laughs> Not on World Sickle Cell no, no, Day. No, no, let me Steve. do this. Don't first. say that. Charlie, you think? <laughs> Name of the prank, wedding stylist. This is the wedding stylist. No, it's right wedding. Here. Excuse me, what? Wedding. It's wedding. The wedding oh. stylist. No, no, no. The... Every time he says that my bangs blow up. Say it, Tommy. <laughs> wedding. wedding. Bangs. Play the prank, man. Hello? Uh, I'm trying to reach Carmen, please. Oh, who's calling? Uh, this is the hairstylist, Lorenzo. Oh, great, great. Hey, we were waiting for you. Hold on a second, I'll get her. Hello? Hi, is this is this Carmen? Yes. Hi, how are you? Good. Great. Listen, um, this is the hairstylist. I'm supposed to be there to do your hair for the wedding. Hey, are you lost? Uh, no. I do have a bit of inf uh, just There's something that has come up, and I kind of need to discuss some things with you. W are you kidding me? Let me ask you something. Wait you, know, wait, you know I'm getting married in four hours, right? I do know. I do know. Let me ask you this. What time actually is the wedding? Is it at five or six? The wedding is at five. Okay. Um, what have you done to your hair so far? Nothing. You have the hair. I'm waiting for you to put weave in my on my head. Right. Um, oh, God, dear. No, yeah. you're on your way, right? This is a joke. No, this is not a joke. I've got, I've come oh, up. Mama, I've... Find, tell Kim to come here. I, I don't have a style.
$10 today. You came highly recommended, and I've already given you a deposit. You you should be on your way. I do understand that, darling. I don't mind giving you your deposit back. I'm, I'm... No, that's, no, that's not what I want. I need you here to do my hair. I have no one here to do my hair. I... I've already paid you. I understand this, dear. Calm down. Listen, this is what I want to do, okay? I do have someone that I can send there that's going to do an outstanding job for you, okay? But I'm not... I've, 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 Gotten into a spat with Oliver, and I just I, I what? It is it's it's a very who the hell is Oliver? Oliver is my friend, and we've gotten. Are into you a, kidding me? Well, it's been a serious, serious, serious blow up. This is the most important day of my life, and you're not coming to do my hair. You're not taking care of your business because you've gotten into a fight with your boyfriend. Listen, I'm not going to go back and forth with you about this. I've been oh arguing with him. God. I have argued with him all night. I'm not going to go back and forth and argue with you as well. You don't have to argue with me. What I need is for you to be here. I understand that, and I'm going to send someone there. In you my... are the most unprofessional stylist I have ever met in my life. I cannot even believe you're doing this. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to deal with you on a professional level. Oh, but okay. you're not, because you're not here. I understand that, and I'm not trying to, 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 to rain on your parade at your all. Your professionalism went out the window when you called to say that you couldn't make it because you were in an argument with your boyfriend. What I'm not going to do is go back and forth with Mama, you. Somebody find Kim. Find, um, tell her to come. Where is everybody? Mama, please get Kim to the phone. Oh, Lord. Listen, what have you done to your hair so Nothing. Okay, has it been washed? Yes. Okay, so it's just waiting. Is that what's going on? Yes, that's what's going on. Have you been, don't, have you been under the dryer at all? No. Okay, so is it still damp? Why are you asking me questions? You are wasting I'm time. I'm trying to get some. When I bring, when I send someone in, I want to send them in there. Yes, that, I'm sitting here with wet hair. Has your ha has your makeup been done yet? No, I'm waiting for you to do my hair. <sighs> I cannot believe this. Why are you asking me these questions? <laughs> hold on, oh, please hold on one second, Oliver. I'm not gonna go. I'm Oliver. I'm not. Oh my God. I'm not gonna sit this and discuss is, this with you. This is crazy. I'm not going this to discuss it with you now. Let me take care of the client. I'm not going. Hello. Are you kidding me? Listen, is there any way you could possibly push the wedding back to seven? You are crazy. You want me to change my time because you're in an argument with your boyfriend? Listen, this, this is the first you, time. This is, you are the most unprofessional stylist I've ever met in my life. And trust me, darling, I will put the word out about you. No, 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 hold, hold, you, hold, hold, hold. I will make sure that you never, ever do business again. Wait a minute now. What you're not going to do is oh, put no, the word out. Oh, no, you don't curse at me. You're not going to, you're not going to put the word You're ruining my day. I understand that. You have I'm, no reason to be mad. I'm the one that should be upset. It's my day. You're not going to talk to me like this either. I can I'm... talk to you any kind of way I want to. You call ruining my day. So you, hold on a second. See, so you got this talking crazy to me, Oliver, and I'm not going to go with it. Now, now what I'm not going to do is sit and let some talk to me crazy. Oh, no, you didn't call me a I'm not going to sit here and let you talk to me. Oh, you know what? I wish you were coming to this church. I got your Listen, I'm not going to sit here and go back and forth with you. Now, I've got someone I can send in there to get your hair done. Do you want it or do you not? Who are you sending? I am sending, uh, listen, I will be sending my assistant. And she does, she washes hair. But she, she's been instructed what to do. Don't worry, she'll get it together. Do you want me to let a shampoo girl style my hair for my wedding? Look, do you want... Are you kidding me? Oliver, please! No, you need to be uh, talking to me, not Oliver. I understand. Listen, let me take the raise your voice. 
Oliver Don't right now. Don't raise your voice at me. I can do whatever the hell I want to. Look, this is my, you have ruined my wedding day. No, I have not. I'm trying to get your wedding day together. Now, I'm going to send this young shampoo girl to do my hair? Cynthia is very good. She will be there at 5 o'clock. We will have you ready. My wedding starts at 5 o'clock. I, I don't know what to say. What you need to be saying is you're on your way. I'm going to, Cynthia will be on. I don't post. want Cynthia to do my hair. I didn't pay Cynthia to do my hair. I paid you to do my and hair. I'm and if you to... have to bring Oliver with you, you need to come on. Oliver, do you want to go? Oh, oh my God. Do you want to just go with me? <laughs> okay, listen, I have one more thing I need to say. You don't have to say to me. The only thing you need to be saying to me is that you and Oliver are on your Way. You are about to ruin the most important day of my life. I am not about are to. Are you on your way, yes or I'm, no? Are you on your way, yes or no? Yes. And I have one more thing I need to say before. What do you want to say? Uh, do, uh, do, listen, don't, don't, don't come for me. Boy, you better spit it out. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by all your bridesmaids. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> I am going to kick their <laughs> I don't believe they did this to me. That's why I can't find those heifers. <laughs> oh, and I'm kicking your <laughs> too, Tommy. Did they get you, baby? <laughs> did they get you? This was not funny. Not today. This was the last thing I needed today. You know what? They wanted, oh. me, to, they wanted me to get you yesterday. I said, oh. I said, no, we wait until the wedding day. You I have me? been under so much pressure. <laughs> I got I got one more thing I got to ask you, baby. Yes. What is? What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Morning <laughs> Show, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Neff. We'll be back uh, no, <laughs> with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we have a lot to get to this hour, but first we have to talk about this. Tommy, earlier uh, in the show, you made reference to your backpack, and yeah, Steve made reference about. to his credit card. What were you guys I came talking in here, about? Okay, I came in here with a backpack this morning. Mm-hmm. Now it's gone. I know damn well who got it. So I called myself playing a little joke, all right? I went by his house before I left to go. Me and my wife went to Vegas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His credit card is is in the house laying I I pick it up. I said, It was oh, sitting right there. On. I say, I'm going to play a joke on it. So I take his card. Mm-hmm. Then I, you know, shot a video saying I got my right. uncle card. I'm balling in Vegas. We all saw I, the I said that. We saw uh-huh. the video. Uh-huh. You got okay, the so I'm just playing, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, but, I get but, his card. Okay, okay you playing. But did you have my card, though? Mm-hmm. I had your card. Okay. Okay. All right, go ahead. I, and now, I have an American Express card, too. Mine ain't black. Mine's silver. But... Mm-hmm. You know, hanging out, having fun. I I mess around, grab the wrong card. Yeah, I use your card a little bit, but at Wait, the end of the whoa, day, whoa, 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 whoa. you know I'm see, just messed around. No, no, see, see, but how you grab the wrong card? How is you this just a joke? said your card ain't black? Yeah. Now how you grab you you grab a black card, knowing you ain't got but a silver card. <laughs> the card is clear. So now you done grab the black card and you use it a little bit. How 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 you use it a little bit? Oh, I mean, like I said, you know, we hanging out. I just, you I just used. Paying, I didn't. You didn't pay attention. Yeah. It was dark where I was, and yeah. the card is dark. So. But you knew it wasn't it, it, yours. But he just grabbed I, the wrong card. it was just a joke, you know. He didn't took it the wrong. Now my damn backpack gone, and I know it's in his room somewhere. So I know you got it. Mm. 
Okay. Ha ha. <laughs> the joke's on you. <laughs> and your medicine in there. Yes. You finna be sick. That man. I need. What? What's wrong with it? <laughs> well, he doesn't have sickle cell. He doesn't have diabetes. What he got though? Well, yeah. What do you what do you have, Tommy? No, 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 little, little, you know, slightly, slightly prostate. You know, just a little bit. But that's because you do you your got own a little prostate. prostate. I said slightly enlarged. Oh, dog! They just regular size. They just look big. Well, <laughs> oh, I can't pee without my medicine, man. Hey, <laughs> you've been oh. you've been misdiagnosed. <laughs> You got regular size prostate. They didn't look real big on you. <laughs> okay, so that's, that's like that if you had about. my. Well, uh huh. See, see, you going see too, too far. far. See, too far. Ain't no way in the hell that could happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks for, thanks for clearing, clearing that up. up yeah. All right, so I was telling you earlier, Steve, that Michael Jackson's old pet elephant was a little naughty over the weekend in Florida. Uh, the Jacksonville Zoo and Garden said on its Facebook page that Ali, that's an elephant that once lived at uh, Michael's Neverland Ranch, moonwalked out of his enclosure on Sunday and ended up in a courtyard. Uh, zoo officials say workers accidentally left a gate open and Ali, the elephant, tried to beat it. <laughs> he was he was, he was on the oh, loose God. for about 20 minutes before zoo workers were able to use food to entice him back to his enclosure. Fortunately, no one was hurt, and Ali is safe. That so is that's the good news. what happened. Well, Mm-mm. what do you mean? I just read the story. What As you- George Wallace's mama, mm-hmm. it was Father's Day. She wanted to go wish him a happy Father's Day because she knows he don't know his real daddy. So he left the zoo. To go Damn. with George, a happy father. I'll kill you, man. Oh man, dead, Steve. Man, he said, "Oh my God, it's Father's Day tomorrow." And she left. Uh, Miss Ann is here with today's headlines. Please introduce her, ladies and gentlemen. Miss Ann Tripp. Tripp. Thank you, Steve. Thanks, everybody. Good morning, everybody. This is Antrib with the news. Well, as the Trump administration comes under increasing criticism over its separation at the U.S. border of illegal adult immigrants from their children, the president's quoted as blaming the Democrats for the border separations and adding that he intends to keep the U.S. from becoming a, quote, migrant camp. However, lawmakers and religious leaders calling on the, calling the policy immoral and wrong. Other Republicans also saying things like that. However, U.S. Attorney General Jeff Sessions is defending the new crackdown, telling an audience of police at the, in New Orleans that America is faced with a choice. Whether we want to be a country of laws or whether we want to be a country without borders. And Sessions is calling on lawmakers to come up with new immigration laws to end what he describes as the, quote, lawlessness at the border. An estimated 2,000 youngsters have been separated from their parents in over just the last six weeks or so. By the way, the president is to meet with the House of Representatives this afternoon and talk about immigration. Police in Germany have arrested the head of Volkswagen's luxury car brand Audi as part of a bigger probe into the diesel emission scandal over there. The arrest coming only a week after German prosecutors fined the Volkswagen company $1.2 billion. That's billion would it be. Rupert Statler was arrested yesterday on charges of fraud and false advertising. Prosecutors looking to see if he acted quickly enough to stop deliveries of Audi vehicles within Europe whose gas emissions gauges had been manipulated to make the cars appear more efficient than they actually were. 
According to the World Health Organization, video game addiction, get this, is a disorder. In other words, it's an identifiable condition. Today is Juneteenth, which commemorates the day in 1865 when enslaved Africans in Texas finally got the word that they'd been freed because the whites kept the news away from them as long as possible to get all that free work out of them. Slavery in America had been outlawed two and a half years earlier by the Emancipation Proclamation. However, it didn't really take effect until the end of the Civil War in 1865. Finally, during a White House briefing yesterday, President Trump announced plans to have the Pentagon create what he's calling a space force. Trump says he wants it to become the sixth branch of the armed services. Even though any new branch of the military requires congressional approval, President Trump sounded as if he could just order it. We are going to have the Air Force and we are going to have the Space Force separate but equal. There is no place like space. Good luck. General Dunford and the Joint Chiefs, I want to wish you a lot of luck with Space Force. Yeah, Trump says he wants to establish U.S. supremacy in outer space. We'll be back with more entertainment. Today's trending topics, 20 minutes after the hour, Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. First Lady Melania Trump wants a solution to the Trump administration policy of separating immigrant children from their parents. I'm glad she's speaking up on this. Also, in an op-ed in the Washington Post, former First Lady Mrs. Uh, Laura Bush shared her perspective. She said, I live in a border state. I appreciate the need to enforce and protect our international boundaries. But this zero-tolerance policy is cruel. It is immoral, and it breaks my heart. And, um... Steve, nearly 2,000 immigrant children were separated from their parents over a six-day period in April and May. The president has suggested he would reverse the policy if Democrats, here we go blaming Democrats again, would agree to his immigration demands, including providing funds for a border wall. The wall in Mexico was going to pay for it. But, yeah. Yeah, and this is like holding these kids hostage. It's so so evil. It's so evil. Here's a guy who's, who's not a mother. But you ain't got to be a mother to yeah. understand this. Yeah. Right. All you have to have been is a child before mm-hmm. just to know what it feel like to watch get towed out your mama's arm. Oh, this dude does not get it. And the Republicans know that, but they're sitting up here supporting this. And the conservative Republican Party is supposed to be the moral party of the country. That's what they built their, their the, the stance of the Republican, being the moral core of the nation. What we want is the right thing. We we follow the Bible. They, that That's what all this is stemmed from. That's how they got all them people on their side. We follow the Bible. We're doing it the right way. Those liberals are too liberal. So they have these anti-abortion things that they stand on because it's not right to kill a person. It is not right. They are 100% right. It's not right. But I happen to also think that a woman has a right to decide what to do with her body. Yeah. So, so I happen to think that. So I happen to think that conservatives are right. But then I also think that the other side is right in that a woman has a right to choose. Because she the one got to do the work. See, this is easy. These men talking these laws. Cause we, we ain't got to do no work. We ain't got to birth no child, and we and we ain't got to be holding the bag for the whole time. A man could just walk off. Yeah, that's their view on gay marriage and all of that. It's supposed to be their stance on gays and marriage. But hold up, Republicans are gay too. 
Republicans want to marry one another same sex too. So why would you not let these people do this? But it's a conservative stance though. So they all take these stances, man. If gay people want to get married, why not? Why not? And and you telling them they can't don't stop them from loving who they love. That's true. Yeah, that's true. It don't stop that. that that's why I'm true. cool with everybody loving whoever they want to love. Because you Marriage making a law ain't finna stop a damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> now, coming up at 34 after the hour, comedy roulette. We will spend the wheel when we come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, Jay is here. He's ready for comedy roulette. What you got, Jay? Very simple. <laughs> Take five subjects, Shirley. Put them on a wheel. Spun the wheel. Where it stopped, we'll do the damn thing. All right, here we go with the subjects today. Number one, I had no idea that bill was overdue. Boy, I said, I've said that a lot in Ooh, my that's life. That's my wife. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, two, I'm going to help you out, but that baby doesn't look anything like me. Okay, I just want you to know that. A good one. Uh, I like it. Uh, three, it, it's, <laughs> it's four of us in this car. <laughs> Somebody's stankin' and it ain't me. Damn, Jay. <laughs> Number four, when you're ready to get serious about this relationship, give me a call. Oh, well, okay. oh, I get I that, that one. one. <laughs> Number five, ooh, have I said this to all of you guys before? Some people can't take a joke. Spin it, Kevin. <laughs> Comedians can't take a joke. Yeah, yeah we can. can be good. <laughs> oh, what you got? Look where it stopped. Some people can't take a joke. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm so glad it stopped there because this does not pertain to moi <laughs> at all. I can give it and I can take it. I'm in the taking it business. I love it when the joke's on me. Bring it. Bring it all the time. What you got, Junior? I'll tell you what. What? Okay, listen. I'm I know I can't take it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. But but the fact that the fact that you cross eyed talking to me and I bring it up. You 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 mad at me, you can't take the joke. You see all this happening. Wow. What's the subject again? Uh, Some, Some people, people can't, can't take, take a, a joke. joke. Mm. Uh-huh. Now, hey, man, I pranked your mama, okay? <laughs> but you're going to shoot a bow and arrow at me? For real? I mean, you can't take a joke, brother. Come on, now. Wow. Freeze up. Come on, Steve. Come on, Steve. What you got? Man? Well, just because your eyes is the biggest eyes on the morning show <laughs> don't mean you can see everything. <laughs> I wonder who he's talking about. I'm not. I don't know if not me. Yeah. You're right. Some people can't take a joke. You say one little thing, they shut down. They all up in their feelings. Mm. Steve's may have been about me, but Jay's is definitely about Tommy. I didn't call nobody. (laughs) I didn't call nobody. Okay. Okay. I'm saying I know I can't take a joke. I know that. But if you got one shoe heel thicker than the other, and I notice it, you got you got a club foot. What you want me to do? I know I can't take a joke. All right. All right. You asked me. You asked me how my butt look in these jeans. All I said was bigger than it did yesterday. Now you, you. We ain't doing nothing tonight now? <laughs> nothing? 
Come on, baby. Come on, don't be like Make that, baby. Make a joke sometimes. Come on, oh. baby. <laughs> Some people can't take a joke. <laughs> but damn. What? You ain't got to cuss me under your breath. <laughs> they I ain't got to be too many more biatches. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So, let me, let me just say this. Let me just put this out here. Just because I own a comedy club, yeah, you ain't yeah. got to come in my club and point out things that ain't working, okay? I'm working on this. <laughs> <laughs> About those tacos. All right, Steve, come on, close it out. No, I ain't got one yet. <laughs> i tell you what. We got you know people seconds. who can't take a joke? Uh-huh. I know I can't take one. Uh-huh. But the point is, I know what I said, but damn, dog, why the police got to have me handcuffed? <laughs> oh. <laughs> why I got to go to jail? Uh-huh. All right, Steve, you ready? Well, some people can't talk a joke, man, but you need to just talk to your mama about how she be looking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. over here for there we go. There we go. <laughs> Way to shut it down, Steve. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, uh, it's today's Strawberry Letter, the subject, the whole town's laughing at me. <laughs> and uh, the nephew is coming up with well, a prank phone call right after this. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour right about uh, four minutes after, it's today's Strawberry Letter subject, the whole town's laughing at me. But right now, the king of pranks is here with today's prank phone call. What you got, Neff? My bones is weak. My bones is we listen to this hello hello i'm trying to uh i'm trying to speak to ron yeah this is ron hey ron how you doing it's foley man how are you brother i'm good foley hey hey i I, want to congratulate you man on the uh on the baby man i wasn't able to make it to the baby shower man but i want to congratulate you on the baby man and 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 all of that man uh much success to you man You, you and the wife thank you thank you we appreciate that foley yeah, well, yeah, Foley, man. Uh, I, I didn't get, you know, my uh, my wife Danita. She came to the uh, to the to the baby shower, man. So you know, uh, uh, she was telling me how how, how how nice it was, how successful it was, man. So I just you want you know uh, wanted to give you big ups. I heard the baby came and everything, and I wanted to just yeah, call a little, little girl, a little girl. Y'all had a little girl? Yeah, yeah. All right, well, congratulations, man. Congratulations, Ron. I, I wanted to definitely uh, call and congratulate, man. And well, um, Foley, real quick, what um. What baby shower was your wife at? Because we had two. We had one for my side of the family and then one for my wife's side because, you know, they live different places and stuff, man. So which one do you think she was at? Uh, probably on your wife's side, you know. Okay, okay. She knows my wife? Well, no, see, see, Danita is actually friends with um, with Kendra. Now, you know Kendra, right? Oh, yeah, I know Kendra. Yeah, we, yeah that's a good friend of mine. Okay, she was, she was with Kendra. Okay, yeah, she comes, they play cards, you know. Okay, okay, yeah. She she was with Kendra, man, and um, she was just telling me how successful, man, how nice it was, and, and you know, laid out baby shower. I, I wasn't able to make it, man. I've been a little under the weather, bro. Uh, you know, right. and, uh, you know, with, with God's help, man, I'll be able to get back on my feet. You know what I'm saying? That's all right. So, hey, man, I, I I just, you know, congratulations again, man. You know, uh, a beautiful baby girl. I, I Man, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, I'm sorry, man, but uh, I just, I can't. Foley, I'm trying to remember you and trying to place you, and I just, I can't do it. <laughs> Have we met? 
No, 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 no. My bad, man. I'm sorry, dog. Now, me and you, we haven't we haven't met at all. Uh, like I say, uh, you know, my wife knows Kendra. They hang out, and uh, yeah. I guess she's she's dabbled a couple times and been around. You know, your wife is uh, your wife is Marilyn, right? Yeah, that's my wife. Okay, yeah, I guess she's been uh, been in, in the presence of Marilyn, man. So you know, uh, you know, I, I kind of got your number from uh, from my wife, man, uh, and she got it from Kendra. So I, I kind of wanted to holler at you, you know. Uh, what you want to holler me about? Actually, man. Like I say, man, I've been I've been down for a minute, you know, and uh, I, I uh, actually, you know, came from the doctor yesterday, and and my my bones, man, they my bones are deteriorating, you know. Uh, that's that's kind of what I what I've been going through, man. Um, okay. And if if I don't uh, get the proper uh, medication that I need, man, then we. You know, it, it, it within the next three months here, dog, it it, wow. it 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 could get pretty bad. You know what I'm saying? Well, man, I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Um, yeah, it, it, you it, know, it, all I can do is just pray well, for you, man, and you know. Uh, well, man, I the, the the doctor told me that if don't I don't cry, bro, don't cry, man. The, the the doctor told me, man, that. You know, if, if I get the right medication, man, that, you know, I could get back up to 75, 80% healthy again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's just a, a rare uh, type of thing that I need to try and get. Okay. And um, I, I, I I think that you might be, I think you can help me. Yeah, be name. strong, man. Be strong. Just, man, sit down, man. <laughs> be strong, bro. It's, it's going to be all right, but man. I think it's you... going to be all right. God is with you. I I pray for you. I do all I can. I, I don't know. Well, well, actually, actually, uh the the doctor told me, man, that if for if I, for 6 months, if I drunk breast milk, it will it will it will put enough calcium and and stuff back into my bones that would get me back up to 70 to 85% healthy. Breast milk? Yeah. I ain't got no breast, bro. So I... You know, well, uh, it's, it's not it's, it's not you, Ron. You you don't, you know. But you know your your wife does, though. Whoa! You talking about my wife's breast, man? I, I'm not I'm not not directly, man. I'm just saying that she can, you know. I mean, if if I had her breast milk for like six months straight, man, I could get back whole again, man. Hold the f- up! You don't talk about a man's wife or her breast milk. I just had a I just had a. F- Baby, man, are you serious? I'm just, I'm just, all I'm no, trying to... you're asking to... for my wife's breast milk, man. Man, I'm just asking y'all to share it for six we months. You can't share no breast milk with you, man. You got the wrong one, man. The wrong one. So you said your name was what? My name's Foley, Foley man. Some... This is wrong, man. This is wrong. Okay. Wrong. No, no, we're just talking about six months of breast milk, man. Six months my of breast milk. My wife's breast milk! We ain't talking about just no breast milk. And I understand. Your wife's breast milk, man. I understand that, man. But we're talking about you saving a life, man. A life. I ain't the one. Okay, well, let me ask you this. What if y'all would have had twins, man? Y'all would have been breastfeeding two babies. Just look what? at it as if we twins. What the f***? Man, I'm getting the f*** off this phone because I don't know who the f*** you are. You need to chill the f*** out, man. You need to go get on your knees, pray that your bones get healed or whatever the f- You got the wrong number man 
Listen, man, all I'm saying is I got one more thing I want to say, no, look, and then man, I'll let you go, all right? I just want to get off the phone, call Kendra, and find out why gave you my number, because that's how you got it. Can I say one more thing? Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Can I say it? Say it, man. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Kendra and your wife, Marilyn, got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> Hello, Ron. Yeah, man. <laughs> Ooh, y'all are good, man. Whoa, man, my wife, man. Man, Kendra, boy. Did I get you, man? Yeah, y'all got me, man. Y'all got me. <laughs> Hey, I got them too. They done started something. <laughs> hey, one more thing. What's the baddest radio station in the land, man? Man, it is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man, wow, man. Y'all understood that, didn't you? No. Huh? It ain't like you need Breast milk is here. the most healthiest milk. Months, right, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Breast milk good for the bone. You don't okay. need a whole year. Just six months. Why can't he see that? Just six months of breast milk. That's all. Selfish ass. How stupid are you, though? <laughs> Both of them. What? Oh, oh, Tommy and the president and CEO of Team he Tommy. Is such a selfish ass. <laughs> six months, man. Six months, Junior. That's all I want. Six months of breast milk, man. Get, get myself back together and get on my feet, man. That's oh, all. Wow. All right. Uh, thank you, nephew. Uh, really? Everybody is trying to take the whole with year. breast milk. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, uh, Suge Knight is in the news, guys. He's hoping to get a day pass from jail. Um, He's asking to attend his mom's funeral. Uh, TMZ is reporting that Suge Knight's mom, Maxine Chapman, died on Sunday, surrounded by family uh, at a hospital in Paramount, California. Yeah. Uh, Oh, he should get that, huh? They'll give him that, right? They should give him that. She was 77 years old. They really do, man. Yeah. They really do. For murder? Um, I don't know. They, they, they. It's hard to get that. Thing. Yeah, she she was seventy seven years old. She suffered a stroke about a month ago, wow. and her health has been on the decline since. Suge is under more restrictive conditions than most due to alleged attempts at witness tampering. Mm. So, yeah, we don't know. I hope they let him out for that, though. Yeah. All right, uh, we're going to move on here. It's time now for uh, today's strawberry letter. The subject is uh, the whole town's laughing at me, and we'll get to that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time for today's Strawberry Letter, guys. And if you need some advice on relationship, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter, okay? It's just that simple. Let's go, nephew. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. I sound just like that yesterday. Uh-huh, you did. Yeah, you did, yeah, Junior. Yeah, he really Nailed did. it. <laughs> Let me hear it, Junior. Buckle up and hold on tight. It's time for the strawberry letter. can't even tell, can you? You Was can't. that you, Tommy? Come on. Junior. <laughs> <laughs> All right, subject. The whole town's laughing at me, and it has nothing to do with the Teddy Pendergrass song, okay? Uh, dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 37-year-old man, and I have been dating a 31-year-old woman for three years. She is the love of my life, and I want to ask her to marry me. But I recently found out some disturbing info about her. I got an anonymous message on social media, and it got my full attention. The message said that my woman was very friendly, in all caps very friendly, with a lot of guys when she was in college, especially the athletes. I was shocked and angry 
So I confronted her immediately. I asked her if it was true, and she admitted it. She says she does not want any secrets between us, and she told me more about her sex life before she met me. She said... She had threesomes over the years with men and women, and whenever she went back home to visit her parents, she had sex with a few of her classmates that still lived in town. We just went to her high school reunion, and she said that at least five of the guys were there. Now, I can't help but think that whenever we go to cookouts, concerts, football games, even church, she has had sex with some of the guys there. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, I've had my share of sexual encounters, but nothing in comparison to hers. If I had known all of this before, there is no way I would have stayed with her. Now I'm in too deep. I love this woman. I need Steve's honest opinion on this. Do you think that her past can stay in the past? Should I still propose to her and hope for the best? Well, uh, I'm sure that's a true statement. If you had known all of this before, there's no way you would have stayed with her. But now you're in too deep, like you say. And I think the heart loves who it loves. I mean, you say that she is the love of your life. I mean, (laughs) I love this woman, you say. So go with that. I mean, everyone, everyone has a past, including you, as you mentioned. Uh, This all happened in the past before you. It happened before you back when she was in college. She's 37 years old now. The question is, has she changed? The question is, is she still doing what she used to do? And you've been dating her for three years, so I'm assuming the answer is uh, no. Uh, But she told you she she was honest with you, and, and now you know about her past. I understand you're angry. I understand you're shocked. I understand when you go, you know, your ego gets involved and you're looking around seeing if, you know, she's been with any of these guys. But uh, she did what she did. Yes, she was wilding back in the day. She really was in the past. And it's just up to you now uh, whether you can take the heat and, and, you know, get past her past. Now that you know. Steve? <laughs> Man, See? come on. See, right here. Okay. See? Come on. Mm-hmm. This is it. Right? I know see? what you're going to say. <laughs> this is what I'm See, this is what I'm telling you. Right here. See? See? See, listen. Mm-hmm. Honesty ain't always the best policy. Mm-hmm. Say it again. Man. Honesty ain't always the best policy. Sometimes it's downright stupid. <laughs> Hit this man, 37. Dating this woman, 31. Been three years. She the love of his life. Mm. Want to ask her to marry him. But find out some disturbing news. Got an anonymous message. See, anonymous. No name attached. He is a hater. Uh Trying to destroy something that they see as good. It ain't. it's, It's amazing how people can't be happy for one another. Tell her that your woman was very friendly with a lot of guys. She was in college, especially the athletes. You're 37. That was six, seven years ago. You get out of college about 24. I asked her if it was true, and she admitted it. Why? What? This the part right here. Right here. That's, that's what get us. This, this, this <laughs> don't even have to be in. We ain't even had this. You ain't even strawberry left. Why? Well, what, what made you admit it? She says she don't want any secrets between us. Why? <laughs> why? Why you don't want no secrets? That's why they secrets. <laughs> yes. See, you have secrets so they can be secrets. Yes. <laughs> I got, I can't, 
can't count the secrets I got. Okay, don't talk oh. too much. No, but they secrets. So I ain't got to tell you what they is. Because then they wouldn't be secrets no more. <laughs> See, somebody always say, can you keep a secret? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, I can keep a secret. Especially if it's about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, I can keep my whole damn mouth shut. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about hearing nothing about me from me. You ain't telling on you. Oh, hell no. Uh-uh. I'd have kept the Miss Universe thing a secret if you'd have asked me. <laughs> Steve, did you get, if everybody hadn't have saw it, yeah. I'd have never explained. What? <laughs> Steve, I saw you on Miss Universe. That wasn't me. <laughs> she told, then she said she don't want no secrets. And she told me more about her sex life. See, that's like if the police bust you, mm-hmm. like they did my partner. I had a partner, man. They busted him for robbing a Hallmark car store, armed robbery. Now, little did I know that my partner, every Saturday after basketball, robbed a store. <laughs> what? I don't know that. Yeah. It was routine. What? Every Saturday? Every Saturday after we played basketball, he robbed a store. That was his M.O.? <laughs> yeah, with a, with a blank gun. He robbed the store with a blank gun. Every Saturday. Like clockwork. So the police get him down there. They got him on this one. I can't believe it because he wasn't in church the next day. Pastors say they arrested so-and-so. I said, I'll be down. So I said, okay, cool. He down there. Then the pastors say, we got a bigger problem. Wait, he done admitted to 15 of them. Hold, hold, hold on, Steve. We we, we got to take a break right here. Hang on. <laughs> uh, we'll have part two of Steve's response and find out uh, at the end of this story from his friend about his friend at 23 after the hour, okay? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on with part two of your All right, response. Let's get today, back. Friend. This woman then admitted to her 37-year-old man that finna ask her to marry him because somebody anonymously contacted him on social media about her being real friendly with athletes. She admitted and then said she didn't want no secrets, so she started telling him more. She done had threesomes yeah. with men, friends. Now, I said, and this women. is just like my partner mm-hmm. that got arrested for armed robbery. They get him down there. Pastor tell us we got a problem. Paul got arrested for armed robbery. Oh, God, I keep saying his name. Okay, my bad. So he say, we got a problem. So-and-so got arrested for armed robbery. We shot. Next day, Pastor tell us we got a bigger problem. He didn't admit it to 15. Ooh. Because they said, well, we done had several of these robberies like this. Is that you? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why? Why you say that? Now, I got to go to prison every Sunday at church go visit him because he's right there at Warrenville Reformatory. Mm. So I had to go up there every Sunday to visit him. Now, my main question, Sue, was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? We're talking about 15. I got you did the one. We cool. We still homies. <laughs> but what, what is you in here talking about these other 15? Why is this girl talking about yeah. Before she met me, she said she had threesomes with men and women. Whenever she went back home to visit her parents, she had sex 
with a few of her classmates that still lived in town. And we just went to a high school reunion. She said at least five of the guys was in there. Now, I can't help but think that whenever we go to cookouts, concerts, football games, even church, she done had sex with some of the guys there. Shut your damn mouth. I have told women on my talk show and everything, your maximum number that you can recall having sex with men is three. That's it. That's all. That's your maximum number. Wow, sound crazy. Dog. Double standard. Double standard, yes. (laughs) Ten, what? (laughs) (laughs) Can't tell us to no dude. We ain't there. Three is your number. Mm-hmm. And two are dead. Don't get me wrong. I've had to share my what? I've had to share my sexual encounters, but nothing in comparison to hers. If I had known all this before, there's no way I would have stayed with her. Now I'm in too deep. I love this woman. I need Steve's honest opinion on this. Do you think that her past can stay in the past? Should I still propose to her and hope for the best? All right, man. Here's the real deal. She admitted this. She was wrong for admitting it. But you can't hold people's past against them. Everybody changes. Everybody has the right to change. She said she didn't want no secrets, so she came forward. Now listen, everybody changes. People get it right. People can live a bad life, a wrong life and get it right. As long as that life is behind her, let it stay behind. That's right. And give the woman a chance. Because you you can't stop loving her. You you in deep, dog. Mm-hmm. You in love with her. But now you got to put your big boy pants on. Now, if you love her that much and y'all really in love, y'all ought to go on to try for a new beginning. We need to, we need to move. You might have to move. <laughs> we got to move. You definitely got to change. Yeah, you definitely, definitely got to quit going to reunion. That's it. You can't go to no more of those. Y'all church got to be out of town. <laughs> and we got to change her name. We got to go down there and get a new name. And it's a hairstyle. <laughs> You need a funny nose. And some amber fade yeah. cream. You need to lighten her skin. Some big ears or something. Can't be her. Oh, man. Because every time somebody speak to her, yeah. you're going to be looking upside her head. Yeah. Uncle Steve. Hey, what's up, girl? Hey, what the hell you mean, what's up, girl? I'm sorry, bro. Oh, Lord. I'll just speak. We went to school together. And what else you do together? See right there? See, that's, all it, that's all it takes? Yeah, yeah you're going to be touchy, dog. Wow. You're going to be real, yeah, real touchy. Is he ever going to get over it? It's going to be tough. Yeah. He, he can get over it, but the, he can't. it can't be in his face. No, and that's the problem with trying to get over anything. It can't stay in your face. Yeah. you got to give yourself a chance to move on. To heal. That's all you got to do. And that's, that's what he need to do. You probably just need to move. Start over. Y'all go somewhere and have your family and stuff where they don't know her. Tacoma, Washington. You know, yeah, I know because you need like a witness protection program. Yeah, yeah. I know I got a lot of partners in programs. Yeah. You know, it's places you can move. I what? What you say? I got a lot of partners in programs. Stop saying that. Well, you know, they had to, you know, shorten their sentence. 
So you had to give up some information. They ain't snitching. Mm. Like I told her, yeah, ain't no snitching. It's telling. <laughs> you know, I don't snitch. I tell. <laughs> I tell people right now, don't come up over here with no crime because I'm going to have to tell it. If it means you or me, I'm letting you know I'm telling. It's not snitching. I'm telling you right now. I'm finna tell it. Don't come over here with nothing criminal because I'm going to tell. So you let them know. <laughs> don't don't include me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bro, yeah. if you coming in here talking about doing something illegal, mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, stop talking and get away from me. Because oh, if yeah. you ask me, I'm going to tell it. Because <laughs> I can't get drugged down with you. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I can't go to jail. Ain't none of my cars over there. Mm-mm. My chef ain't going to be able to come. <laughs> it's just some stuff I done got used to. I'm not going to jail. Ain't no one suit over there. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's, go. Let's go back. Let's go back. So every time y'all left the basketball court on Saturday, you didn't know what he was going to do? No. That dude went and committed a robbery. They had 16 unsolved cases. That's unbelievable. And the way he got caught was, this time when he robbed a place, Mm -hmm. he pulled out and he hit a car. (gasps) And somebody took his license plate number. Uh So he's driving down the street, and the police pull him over. Mm. That's how he got busted. Wow. Man. And and he didn't have no real gun. And they they took the money and everything. He, He got $178. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. All right, Steve, we got to get out of here. Coming up in 10 minutes, advice to uh, on how to have a successful marriage. Okay. Well, I'm out. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, before we went to break, we said we were going to talk about marriage. and uh, let, you know, I'm out. <laughs> you can get back in on this one, though. <laughs> let, let's talk about family, too. We're all parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we have to talk that. about that, that as well. Right. So um, I have a story here about Beyonce and Jay-Z. They say they're committed to their marriage. Remember when Beyonce released her album, Lemonade? Mm -hmm. She revealed on that, you know, about her heartbreak and her anger over um, finding out about Jay's infidelities, his cheating and everything. Is cheating and infidelity the same thing? Because nobody ever says that. They always say infidelity. And and Mm -hmm. some people say it's just straight cheating. Yeah, Uh, it is. And uh, (laughs) how they almost ended their marriage over it. Um, Uh A year later, Jay-Z's album 444 came out, and then he came clean about his cheating slash infidelities, Jay. Uh, (laughs) He had guilt. He had uh, pain over, you know, what he had caused his wife and his child. They were were pained about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was hurt. The child was hurt. All of that. And, um, yeah, like so many other married couples, um, they weren't living this picture-perfect life that Mm -hmm. uh, we believe that they were living, you know? Because they're famous. Yeah. You would think that they are, right? Absolutely. So they came clean. They let us know. And then, you know. show participating for somebody that went out. (laughs) You you noticed that, Steve? We show all up in the middle of this. Uh Mm -hmm. Is infidelity and cheating the same? Yeah, yeah. You know what the hell it is. (laughs) The same reason why you're. Yeah. yeah. Your ass has done both. You were infidel and you was cheating. <laughs> and he don't want to go back. No. And he ain't going back. Oh. No, nothing else to say. Steve was right. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen you that quiet before, Jay. <laughs> so, so what, see, Steve, seriously, from you, though, what's some good advice on how to stay married, stay married and to weather these storms? Because, you know... You you will have them. A storm is always going to, uh, you know, come in a marriage. You have to weather some things. 
Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not an expert at it by any stretch of the imagination, man. I just have to, you have to make up your mind that you want to be married every day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you have to deal with temptation. I mean, mm-hmm. it's no different from anybody. Anybody's marriage, you're going to deal with temptations, weakness of flesh. You're going to mm-hmm. deal with, you know, some things that, you know, that you don't intend to happen, but you can get off track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know. Tommy. You know, you can't go everywhere and then expect not to be you can't put yourself in situations right that can cause certain other things can happen like something as innocent as a golf trip mm-hmm. okay but you need to pay attention to where you're going on your golf trip. and who's going to be there you know? hello uh-huh. you got to make sure all dudes you playing golf with just like you uh-huh. got something of value at home that yeah. they don't want to lose yeah yeah you going golfing with a bunch of dudes that's single or wild Mm-hmm. And then y'all sitting up at night, and hey man, come on, stop by the room. Now all of a sudden the room crowded. Mm. Hey man, now you got to see, now you done put yourself in a bad yeah, choices position. to make, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and you just got to stay out of bad positions, man. Ain't no, ain't no need to tempting yourself now, cause it ain't, it ain't no, you know, ain't nobody, ain't nobody, you, everybody ain't Hercules, right? You know. So you have to, I just try to keep, I just try to stay out of those positions mm-hmm. in my life. Getting older has helped me. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. When I was younger, I ain't know that. <laughs> yeah, I had to learn. <laughs> and boy, I sure didn't learn. <laughs> well, let's ask the, um, the, the person that just got off his uh, second anniversary celebration trip. And that what? would be your nephew, Steve. Ask me what? About marriage, yeah. you know? What, what have you learned? <sighs> <laughs> That's not it's hard. It's just it's too much. You know, it's What do you mean it's too much? What is that? I just think you ought to out of a month, you know, I think for three weeks we do this mad thing. You know, give me a damn week off, you know? I I see I'm serious. What? I don't know who set it up the way it's set up. I, I The Lord. But, that would be the Lord. Well here's the thing. You always hear married people. You ask a married person, how's marriage? Who is a lot of work? Who well, I already got a job. <laughs> I already got several jobs. Uh-huh. And, and, but but don't you get to take off? Don't I don't off need another job? job at the house. I don't. I mean, Ooh, it, and me. it it just ain't for everybody. Marriage. It ain't Thank for you. everybody. Well, tell me, why are you thanking him and you're married? <laughs> I, I'm so. Wh- well, what I are you doing? I just need somebody to know who been there. What? <laughs> And why is Junior so quiet? Don't even look over here. But Junior, don't you think about it? I mean, you're getting toward that yeah, age. Yeah, it's, it's it's that point where you know you gotta start thinking differently. You know, and that comes with getting older. You know, mm-hmm. I just th- mm-hmm. thought about it. You junior, know? Junior, enjoy this time, this time boy. But, you know, but look the at the money at, you got at that age, boy. Shut up. <laughs> Shut your damn mouth! <laughs> you I bet not catch you in a jury store looking for no damn the rain. The type of money you got coming in. It <laughs> just says enjoy this up. moment. Yeah, but you know, let me. In all seriousness, I have taken out a hit on myself. Huh? A hit on myself that I have a hit man. I paid him a lot of money. Mm-hmm. If he sees me in a jury store, <laughs> he is to okay. shoot me. You mean to buy an engagement ring? If he sees or me, a wedding like ring? if I fall uh, weak into temptation, uh-huh. what's that sound again? I'm out. <laughs> what? That's through the jury store when yes. he crossed the mall. <laughs> he follows me wherever I go. And Jay, as soon as, as soon as you get a ring up and you look at it. 
Your butt out of there. Uh-uh. No, hit him. Kill him. That, that's in the head. Right. No, that ain't right. no warning right. shot. Right to the head. I said, do not warn me now. Take me out. Take me completely well, Jay, out. Yeah, Jay, man. why don't you do it like this? Uh-huh. If he see you in going in the jewelry store, uh-huh. you get a warning shot. Spot. <laughs> Just shoot it off or something, the dough rim or something. Pop ting. <laughs> but if you go you on in it. after the warning shot and you pick the ring up and you looking at you put that loop in your eye, yeah. that's the target. Take him. Take him. Take him. Take yeah, the if shot. If you put Take that him. loop in the eye, then you get this here. <laughs> really, guys? All right. Uh, we also wanted to talk about family, too, because we all have kids. We all have grown kids. Um, and we wanted to talk about that. There's sense of entitlement these days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. So before we even started the show this morning, uh, unbeknownst to all of us, we're kind of uh, in the same situation yeah. parenting-wise uh, in the sense that our kids are entitled. We have these kids and... Um, they want us to give, 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 and uh, we give a lot of times. And you want to give. You really you yeah, want to give. Because we love not, our kids. Yeah, you love your kids. You don't not, I mean, is that right? You don't not want to well, give. But that's that's why we're in the situation, because uh, we gave so much. Uh-huh. And because we wanted to. We wanted our kids to have a better life than we had. You know, we worked really hard so we can have, you know, more than our parents did so we could give our okay, children more. But can we have an honest conversation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Part of the problem with young people today. And I, I know it's got to be a lot of people out there dealing with it. Mm-hmm. Because they grew up in a different time, technology, mm-hmm. they come with this sense of entitlement. Yes. It's supposed to happen instantly mm-hmm. because of Google. Mm-hmm. They don't understand what it's even like as to look up information. It's at their fingertips. It was so much so different for us which created a different work ethic in most of us. Right. Yeah. Our children today don't get that. Mm-hmm. And they can be so obnoxious growing up with the audacity to say some of the things. I don't like you. You weren't there for me. Oh. How dare you? Wow. Yep. You know, and I, I sit up and I look at them sometimes, and I know other people are going through it, but yeah. I look at some sometimes and I go, are you kidding me? First of all, you have any idea what I did to get here? Any idea? And then how dare you hold me responsible for stuff you didn't have? Mm. Come on now. Are you for real? When I clearly didn't have it to give to you. Right. But gave you everything I had. Dog. That's that's just a trouble. I think sometimes they don't understand that your absence from being there put them in the situation that they're in now to have. But, and you bro. wouldn't you wouldn't have it if but, I had not been gone. But you're absolutely right. right. They don't understand they, yeah. it. That's yeah. true, Jay. Yeah. They they don't understand it. They they But that's why it's not appreciated. And that's mm-hmm. yeah. But they don't care though. That's the other thing. It, it's not that they don't understand it so much. It doesn't matter to them. The time matters to them. They wanted us there. And yeah. we have to see their side of it. 
you know, I had to do that with my own daughter yeah. because, I mean, as many people know who've been listening to the show for years, Steve, of course, you know, you guys know, that my mom, when she was uh-huh. alive, she helped me raise my daughter. I mean, for the most part, my daughter was with my mom for the most part. Uh-huh. That was my sacrifice. Uh-huh. I, I didn't want to do that, no, but it was the best thing for my daughter at the time. That's the choice I made. That you made, right. You know, and I have to live with that choice. You know, it, it uh, man... We've been through it. We definitely we, have a- we, we've, my daughter and I, we've been through it, you know, with her whole hating me and mm-hmm. everything because I wasn't there. Steve, you know, we talked about this. Right. It, it's just really hard. I you can't, know, what do you do? I can't. But, but, see, but that old, I hated you. Mm-hmm. See, that, that's oh. what I really just want to tell my kids, kiss my ass. <laughs> I do. I, that, I've you, done you, that. You wasn't there. Oh, I don't my ass. Well, skip <laughs> I've that. I've done that. You know, what the hell you talking about I wasn't there. You know, I was out here trying oh, to be yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, one. all this that you benefit from now was like Jay said, because I wasn't there. Right. And yeah. I got what it took away. Yeah. But mm. if I'd have stayed there, where would we be at now, though? Right. They might, We'd be back there. Yeah. I, I have to truly. <laughs> they understand that now, yeah, understand but that. then as and a I, kid growing up, they I didn't get it. I have to truly it. say that I have a better relationship with my kids now. Than, because there were some times that I thought I would never... Um, you know, have the respect or have the kind of conversation or kind of relationship that I have with my kids now. I, I just thought it would never happen. Mm-hmm. We would never get past this, so they would never get past, yeah. you know, not, not liking me or disrespecting me or hating me. Mm-hmm. And I, I can truly say that now at this particular point, it is much better. And, you know, I'm really thankful for that. Yeah. But it was a struggle. Oh, it it was, was definitely a yeah. struggle, right? Yeah. But it's, it's steady thrown up what the younger kids are getting that the right. older ones didn't mm-hmm. get. Right. It's, it's constantly, I didn't have that. I didn't have what they got. I didn't get this. I didn't get that. Uh-oh. I can't fix that. Well, see, I, you guys have a different situation because I don't have any more younger kids that I know about. Uh-oh. <laughs> that anybody brought up. So. Uh-oh, Jay. we just took yes, a turn. Steve, yes. How old is your youngest? My youngest is, well, see, I have a different situation because I have two daughters that are the same age. Don't judge me, okay? <laughs> don't, damn it. What? Don't judge me. <laughs> this is, I'm not this is something new. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't, ain't nobody said uh, No, no, no. I, All I asked you was, how old is your young? My, hey, well, I got two daughters that same age. Well, Jay, I got two daughters that's exact Are they twins? Yeah. Are your daughters no, twins? No, they're not like, twins. No, they ain't twins. <laughs> they're what they're called. Listen to me. They're called, what I learned on Family Feud, they're called Irish twins. Oh. When you are in a family uh-huh. and your sibling is born in the same year as uh-huh. you, mm-hmm. they call them Irish twins. Okay. All right. So mm-hmm. Jay is black, though. <laughs> so black. that's just called the baby mama. <laughs> but, yeah, my, my youngest is, uh, my youngest, the youngest twins, we call them the twins. The twins are, are 40. I don't want to put their age out, cause they have, but they're in their 40s. So. Okay. Well, I, I'm sorry, Jay. Yes, my youngest. I'm sorry, Jay. My twins. Man, I, know I'm in no po- I know I'm in no position to do this, but I was judging you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm ashamed. I know you, Jay. I'm, I'm sitting, sorry. I'm sitting there going, keep it pimp, keep it pimp, girl. I see so your you youngest is how old, Jay? You're telling me how to live 70, my life. 71. <laughs> my oldest is 73. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're all kind of going through yeah. the same thing. But you know so. what? We're at a we're all of us safely can say we're at a very good place in our life. Oh, We've yeah. all been blessed. God Even blessed having it. this conversation, mm-hmm. we're all on the radio yeah. talking about what we've gone through and we're we're successful at it. 
And we're and trying to help someone. Yeah. You might be no, going through the No, these little ass kids still need work. I ain't sitting here going, we're in a better place. Yeah, we're in a better place, but then act like it. <laughs> See, this is what I don't like. What you can't keep doing is bringing up the past to me. Yeah. I'm not finna sit here with you and do this every time you want to go through something. I'm not going I'll to just therapy. Say- We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, uh, we're back. This conversation has turned into something really interesting, huh? We were talking well, about families yeah. and our children and their sense of entitlement, Steve, and you wanted to say in the Well, you know something. what? It's, it's two things. Mm-hmm. What young people got to grow up and stop doing with these parents is, it's two things. It's guilt, yeah, which is the most meaningless emotion in the world. Yeah, guilt serves nobody any purpose except the person that's applying the guilt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. that's for what to manipulate. Yeah, to make us feel bad. That's what it is. <laughs> and so it's manipulation mm-hmm. and guilt, mm-hmm. and those two things. It kills me when children do that. Because when you have kids, you go. It's gonna come back on you. Yeah. You're going to learn. Because to be a parent is to make the ultimate sacrifice. Oftentimes, and oftentimes, while you're in the process of sacrificing, these little stupid kids don't see it. All they want is, like Shirley say, "You not here." Yeah, I yeah. got what you're saying, but like I said on the last break. If I'd have stayed there, guess where we'll be at? Back there. Mm-hmm. Now, do you like it here where we are now? Yeah. Or you like it back there where we was? Because you can carry your ass back there, but you're going without your daddy. <laughs> you ain't going back. No, I'm not doing poe ass no more. That ain't what I'm doing. All right, and tell me you poe ass was in the Bible. Yeah, poe ass is different. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, yeah. you had a solution. What was yours? I just, you know, I got to a point where I'm just fed up with it. So when you come and you complaining and um, mm-hmm. you you throwing up yesteryears in my face, you know, I didn't got, I ain't but one thing I can say. What? F- you. <laughs> Man, damn. What? <laughs> Man. Wow. Tommy. Huh? I think no. I think that's how he feels, and that's how a lot of parents feel, of course. Yeah. But that's how he feels. <laughs> that's how he feels. All right. Every time okay. you don't get what you, every yeah, time you don't get what it. you want. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think every time a, you don't get what you want. Can I just say that? that as a circle of the conversation that we uh-huh. had, uh-huh. that's an opinion that a lot of parents are going to take, <laughs> and it's reason why some people don't talk to their kids. Mm-hmm. But parents. you know what though? Yeah. See, it's like this: what yeah. I had to develop, and like you know, as kids now, they they young, so they all into therapy and they got money for therapy. I was gonna say therapy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see. I don't go to therapy because I don't need it. Now it's good for some people. It's great for some people. For but a lot I'm of really people. grateful that yeah. I had a very unique ability to say, "Okay, that's over. We're past it. Let's get up. Let's move on. Yeah. Go on to something else." Mm-hmm. I've had a very keen ability to do that my entire life. Mm-hmm. If I hadn't, my life would have crumbled me. I would have crumbled under the weight of my own life, of my own crippling decisions I had made. Mm-hmm. But God gave me a great ability to be able to say, okay, it's done. I messed up. My bad. I'm sorry. I asked for forgiveness. 
from God and from people all the yeah. time. I'm yeah. sorry. Can we move on? And then I get up and go again. And that has kept me therapy free. Because what yeah. I do not do is I don't keep dragging my mistakes with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't keep bringing up my past trans- trans- transgressions. Now, sad thing is people in my life do. So you've forgiven yourself is what you're saying. You've forgiven yourself. And if you don't forgive me, then man, yeah. Other- bump you. All right. That's what I see. (laughs) See? Uh, We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We have to talk about this. Tommy, earlier uh, in the show, you made reference to your backpack, and Steve made reference to his credit card. What were you guys talking about? Okay, I came in here with a backpack this morning. Mm -hmm. Now it's gone. I know damn well who got it. So I call myself playing a little joke, all right? I went by his house before I left to go. Me and my wife went to Vegas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His credit card is is in the house laying I I pick it up. I said, It oh, was I'm sitting right there. I said, I'm going to play a joke on it. So I take his card. Mm-hmm. Then I, you know, shot a video saying I got my right. card. I'm balling in Vegas. We all saw I, the I said post. That. We saw uh-huh. the video. Uh-huh. You got okay, so that. I'm just playing, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, but, I get but, his card. Okay, okay and, you play it. But did you have my card, though? I had your card. Okay. Okay. All right. Go ahead. I, and now, I have an American Express card too. Mine ain't black. Mine's silver. But you know, hanging out, having fun. I I mess around, grab the wrong card. Yeah, I use your card a little bit. But at Wait. the end of the day, whoa, 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 whoa. you know I'm see, just messed around. No, no, see, see, but how you grab the wrong card? How is you this just a said joke? your card ain't black? <laughs> Now, how you grab, you you grab a black card knowing you ain't got but a silver card. Right, right. card is clear. So now you done grab the black card and you use it a little bit. How, 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 how you use it a little bit? Oh, I mean, like I said, you know, we hanging out. I just, you, I just used, paying, I didn't, you didn't pay attention. Yeah. It was dark where I was, and yeah. the card is dark. So. But you knew it, it wasn't it, yours. But he just grabbed I, the wrong card. it was just a joke, you know. He done took it to Rome. Now my damn backpack gone, and I know it's in this room somewhere, so I know you got it. Okay. <laughs> the joke's on you. <laughs> and your medicine in there. Yes. You finna be sick. That I need. What's wrong with it? Slightly in large slight. prostate, you know, just a little bit. Oh, dog, they just regular size. They just look big. <laughs> Well, I you, can't put out my medicine, man. Hey. You've you been, oh. you been misdiagnosed. <laughs> what? You got regular size prostate. They didn't look real big on you. <laughs> okay, so that's, that's like that if you had about. my. Well. Uh huh. See? See, you're going see too, too far. See, too far. Ain't no way in the hell that can happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks for, thanks for clearing, clearing that up. up yeah. All right, so I was telling you earlier, Steve, that Michael Jackson's old pet elephant was a little naughty over the weekend in Florida. Uh, The Jacksonville Zoo and Garden said on its Facebook page that Ali, that's an elephant that once lived at uh, Michael's Neverland Ranch, moonwalked out of his enclosure on Sunday and ended up in a courtyard. Uh, Zoo officials say workers accidentally left a gate open and Ali, the elephant, tried to beat it. He was he was he was on the oh, loose God. for about twenty minutes before zoo workers were able to use food to entice him back to his enclosure. Fortunately, no one was hurt and Ali is safe. That so that's is not the good news. What happened? 
Well, what do you mean? I just read the story. What As you... George Wallace's mama, mm-hmm. it was Father's Day. She wanted to go wish him a happy Father's Day because she knows he don't know his real daddy. So she left the zoo to go Damn. wish George a happy Father's Day. I killed you. Man, that's, oh, man. Dead, Steve. <laughs> man. She said, oh, my God, it's Father's Day tomorrow. <laughs> and she left. All right, Steve, coming up, our last break of the day, closing remarks right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are, Steve, last break of the day. I was what a good morning, oh, huh? Great. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot it's of stuff. It's therapeutic for me. Who should I pay? Therapeutic. <laughs> we, we, we Tommy, you all right? You all right, I'm Tommy? all right. Nephew? I'm all right. You know, God didn't make me a better person. I'm yeah. all right. I promise you. I am. Who? Hashtag 2018. Who? Who yeah, man. I got a lot better. <laughs> yeah, Steve, you good? I ain't got to be. <laughs> <laughs> He's still working it out. Yeah, but you keep running over here, though. You're going to learn some more. Yeah, so what did we learn today, though? What did we learn? Well, you know, what, what kids took. What, <laughs> and, and I'm going to tell you something else mm-hmm. kids don't understand. We as parents have all protected our kids from certain information because we felt that at certain times in their life, they didn't need certain information because they didn't have, at that age, the ability to process the information. But I've learned over the years, I I started slowly releasing information to them because, see, now you're at an age where you can understand. So all this you've been thinking and feeling about me, I was a little sideways looking at me out the corner of your eye, questioning me about my my level of participation in your life when you was babies and all this here. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me tell you a couple things. Because I know what didn't happened here. See, every mama got a different story because you ain't there. Okay. But now, have you ever heard the story about why I wasn't there? Mm. Anybody told you that story? Oh. Mm. Okay. Let me go on and give you. I'm let me let me dribble you a little information, mess your little day up since you want to. But see, if you keep talking to me grown, then I'm gonna talk back to you like you grown, and I'm gonna let you have a little information. Now, you think you need therapy now? Wait, wait till the story over. Yeah, <laughs> hit his opening paragraph. Yeah, you gonna be in the corner somewhere <laughs> sucking your thumb. <laughs> I'm telling you now. So it's sort of funny, man, but it's like. I think the truth is, it's 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 necessary sometimes. Like you know, for example. Okay, closing remarks. Let me, let me do it like this, because earlier I was thinking about, I was jokingly talking about the strawberry letter. How honesty is not always the best policy, and it's not, because sometimes the truth is too strong. The truth of the matter is too strong. And if you're a caring person, you can't be that strong to everybody because everybody can't handle full-strength medicine. Some people are allergic to certain medicines. Like penicillin is good, but some people are allergic to it. That's what I feel about the truth. There are some people that's allergic to the truth. There are some people who can't tell the truth, say they lie. They're just habitual liars. But there are some people you cannot share the truth with because that information in its harshest form, in its purest form of truth, can be too much for a person. So, if all of your friends asked you for your honest opinion of them, would you would you all tell them the pure truth? 
how you really feel about every outfit they wear, how you really <laughs> feel about their hairstyle, how you really think they done picked the wrong shade of makeup. Do you think it's in your best interest to, to share the complete honesty? And there are people sitting up and listening going, well, yeah, if you they real friend and y'all have a friendship, you should be honest. But you can't, though. You can't because it's, it's not humanly smart to do that. You can't bear everything you think to everybody because everybody can't handle it. It's just like you can't raise two children the same way because everybody's different. So you have to reshape some of the stuff you say. I got some things I could say to some of my children that I can't say to the other children. I got certain ways I can handle one of my children in this regard with discipline, but the other one would crumble under that type of discipline. So I have to weigh it out. I got certain friends that I could talk to about this, but certain friends I can't bring the subject up. I got certain friends I could take certain places. I got certain friends that can't go nowhere. Nowhere. So I was jokingly saying honesty ain't the best policy, but sometimes you got to know. That's the thing called discernment that you have to use in your life. And as my children have gotten over, in reference to my children, as my children have gotten older, sometimes we have a little bit stronger conversation. I'm able to let them in on a little bit more of what it was like for me back then versus what they thought I should have did or should have been. But like I said, if I had stayed there where we were, today we wouldn't be where we are. You know where we would be? Well, you know where we would be? Right back where we was. Now, which one you like best? Now, you make the decision from here. And everybody got to grow up. See, our children, listen to me, even though they'll always be our children, at one point in time, they have to grow up too. And sometimes you just got to let them in on a little bit of background so they can, so you can speed up the grow up process. And that's just a suggestion I have. That's what I've learned over the years. As my children are all over 21, okay, cool. Now, I, you know, we don't spank no more and all this here, but let me have this conversation. Well, I ain't think you did this right or you, ain't think did, you don't think I did this right. Well, let me tell you why I made this decision. And I ain't been perfect. I done made some mistakes. But let me tell you what was behind this decision that I made. Da, 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 da. Now how you feel. Oh, I ain't know that. Okay, cool. Well, now you do. I love you, Dad. I love you, too. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Happy Mother's Day, too. You ain't got to ask me. Hold up. I wanted to say drop it, but... You ain't got to say nothing. <laughs> my my yeah. mouth was open, but the words didn't come out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody mouth open. Woo. Good words, boy. All right, yeah. Steve. Y'all yeah. have a great weekend. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. 
Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! Clam comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.